Welcome to another edition of Alternative News brought to you by Romina Betsin from the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament produced at the community radio station 3CR. In today's program, I will speak about Julian Assange. Julian Assange, founder of Wikileaks, is facing extradition from the UK to the USA in an unprecedented espionage act prosecution. His crime? Engaging in journalistic activity to expose war crimes committed by the United States. If convicted, he faces 175 years in jail for telling the truth. Supporters of Julian and Wikileaks gathered at the State Library on Friday 21st February. There were a number of speakers, including Dr. Margaret Beavis, all calling for Julian's freedom. Here is what Dr. Beavis said at the rally. Dr. Margaret Beavis is not only part of the Medical Association for the Prevention of War, she's also a current GP, teaches medicine at Melbourne University. Dr. Margaret Beavis, thank you. Um, like previous speakers, this is Aboriginal land that was never ceded. I'd like to pay my respects to elders past and present. I'm one of 120-odd doctors who signed a letter. We've sent letters to the British government. We've sent letters to the Australian government saying that we need an end to the psychological torture and the medical neglect of Julian Assange. The case of Julian Assange, as people have already said, has many aspects. Law, freedom of speech freedom of the press, journalism, publishing and politics. But it also clearly relates to medicine and clearly relates to human rights. As doctors, we got together after it was reported at the court case last October. There were reports from the ex-UK diplomat, Craig Murray, and from the journalist John Pilger. They described Julian Assange as limping and aged, struggling to recall basic information struggling to focus his thoughts and articulate his words. At the end of the day, Julian said he didn't really understand what had happened in the court, and this is one of the sharpest minds of our generation. In his time in the Ecuadorian embassy, we now know that there was covert 24-hour surveillance. His rights to privacy, to a personal life, his legal privilege, his freedom of speech, all gone. Also gone was his privacy, his doctor-patient relationship. A lot has been said about the United Nations Special Rapporteur on Torture, Nils Meltzer. He visited Julian Assange with two medical experts who are also specialists in torture. He reported, and this is in May last year, Mr Assange showed all the symptoms typical of prolonged exposure to psychological torture, including extreme stress, chronic anxiety, and intense psychological trauma. Six months later, Mr Meltzer warned, the continued exposure to arbitrariness and abuse may soon end up costing his life. This is no surprise. Julian Assange has been held in the highest security Belmarsh prison for more than almost a year, conditions amounting largely to solitary confinement. The UK government, throughout his time in the Ecuadorian embassy, refused to allow him safe passage to hospital despite medical needs, and it continues to refuse to transfer him now. Nils Meltzer, the specialist on torture, wrote, four democratic countries have joined forces 
And by that he meant the UK, Sweden, Ecuador, and the US. I would add Australia as a fifth. So four countries have joined forces to leverage their power to portray one man as a monster, so that later he could be burned at the stake without an outcry. This case is a huge scandal and represents a complete failure of the Western rule of law. When this UK, this United Nations expert, wrote to the British government in May 2019, shamefully, they took six months to answer. When they did answer, it was a single page, limited to rejecting all the accusations of torture and all the inconsistencies in legal proceedings. Now, skipping bail in the UK, normally, it's just a result, you get a fine. It very seldom results in prison sentences. However, Julian Assange has already served 50 weeks in the maximum security Belmarsh prison, and until very recently in solitary confinement. All this just for skipping bail. What is happening to Julian Assange is inhumane and totally unacceptable. As doctors, we're calling for Julian Assange to be transferred from Belmarsh prison to a university hospital for urgent assessment and proper treatment. Thank you. As doctors, we're calling on the Australian government to bring Julian Assange home to Australia. As, as doctors, we're calling on the Australian government to intervene, to protect the health of its citizen. The behaviour of the Australian government so far, both Labor and Liberal, has been a complete disgrace. In the interests of defending medical ethics, in the human right to health, and in taking a stand against torture, our appeal is very simple. We call on all the governments to end the torture of Assange and to ensure access to the best available health care before it is too late. The Australian government has a duty of care to its citizens and in the case of Julian Assange, it has completely failed that duty of care. We must bring Julian Assange home. Thank you. On Monday, 24th February, Julian faced a court that will decide whether or not he is to be extradited to the United States. A group of politicians are working to have him returned to Australia. One of the speakers at the rally on Friday was Julian Hill, federal member for Bruce, who is a member of the Bring Julian Assange Home Parliamentary Group. The Australian MP Andrew Wilkie, who along with George Christensen recently went to London on a privately funded trip to visit Assange in prison. Andrew Wilkie also met with the British opposition leader Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy had said he is surprised over what he sees as a shift in the British government's position on Julian Assange, an unbalanced extradition relationship with the United States. The Australian government must step in to uphold the human rights of the Australian citizen, the same way they have for other Australian citizens who were held in Iran, Egypt, Cambodia and Indonesia. They must not turn a blind eye to the violation of any Australian's human rights and the universal right to a free and independent press. John Shipton, Julian Assange's father, addressed the supporters in London on Thursday 27 February this year. He said there is lack of due process in the UK court for Julian Assange's case. 
He said the UK must give Julian Assange bail immediately. Here is John Shipton. Matters that I would like to address. My own country declares constantly that they will expect from the United Kingdom due process. Due process requires that each side be equally armed. In the case, the hearing that we have seen today, Julian is in a glass box, cannot communicate with his lawyers. The other side, the prosecutor, has sitting behind him three lawyers that, from the United States Justice Department who can easily and do constantly communicate with the prosecutor from the Crown Prosecuting Service. That's one. The other one, after these three days, this has an appearance to me of a fraud upon the courts. The American, well, the prosecutor advances nothing of substance and just attempts to reduce Julian's magnificent efforts to a banal criminality. This is wrong. The third item is 10 days solitary confinement in Wadsworth Prison. 18 months house arrest in Norwich. Seven and a half years in the embassy. 10 months in Belmarsh maximum security. One year for an appeal in future. Another appeal to the Supreme Court, two years. 13 years arbitrary detention for a man who hasn't committed a crime. So I'd like you all to advance the case that Julian get bail immediately. I'm sick and tired of hearing things from upside short-sighted, narrow-minded hypocrites. All I want is the truth. Just give me some truth. I've had enough of reading things from neurotic, big-headed, psychotic politicians. All I want is the truth. Julian Hale, federal member for Bruce, speaking in the Parliament on Tuesday, 25th of February. Julian Assange, he's an Australian citizen who has the same rights as you or me, and the Australian government's ongoing failure to speak out against his extradition to the United States and demand his return is shameful. It's wrong, it's immoral, and it's offensive for the Prime Minister to say that he should face the music. As if this is any ordinary case, it is not. It is entirely political. It corrupts our alliance with the United States when our government is too scared and too cowed to defend our own. It corrupts our democracy when our government refuses to fight to defend Australian citizens just because they don't agree with their political philosophy. And the precedent that extradition would set dangerously undermines our sovereignty and would have a chilling effect on journalism and the media's ability to hold power to account in this country and across the world. Now, we need to be very clear-eyed in this House what extradition would mean. One of our citizens, an Australian, would face an effective death sentence. 
The current charges would see him confined in extreme isolation for 175 years. And indeed, it's still possible in the state of Virginia, which has the death penalty, that more charges will be laid once he's extradited that would see him killed. Now, Australia has a long history of opposing extradition, a proud history, wherever there is the risk of a death penalty. And then, of course, if that's not enough, there's the torture which has been inflicted on him. It's an astounding phrase, isn't it, for an Australian in the United Kingdom, the torture that's been inflicted upon him. It should not be said lightly and must never become acceptable. The United Nations Special Rapporteur on Torture, Neil Melzer, investigated Julian's case. He said he shows all the symptoms for prolonged exposure to psychological torture and his health conditions are so dire that his life is now at risk. Now, when the United Nations Special Rapporteur on Torture reports on one of our citizens, surely the Australian government should speak up, speak out and demand his return. Nothing but silence from the government. Now, it doesn't matter whether you agree with him, doesn't matter whether you disagree with him, doesn't matter whether you like him, doesn't matter whether you dislike him. He's an Australian and he's entitled to the protection of the government. But of course, if death penalty or torture aren't enough to spur this government to action, there are also broader important principles at stake. There is a lot more to this inherently political case. Let's be clear. He's been persecuted to punish him for exposing war crimes and the misuse of state power. Those who committed the war crimes have never been prosecuted. He's been persecuted to silence him forever in his WikiLeaks project and to scare others into silence. I don't personally agree with all that he or WikiLeaks has done, but that is not, cannot and must not ever be the point if we're to protect our democratic values. This case goes to the importance of journalism and journalists in a democracy holding power to account. Publishing embarrassing classified footage of war crimes in Iraq is journalistic behaviour. Supposedly, it's protected by the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. I'll quote Kevin Rudd. If the case is essentially that Julian Assange broke the law by obtaining and disclosing secret information, then I struggle to see what separates him from any journalist who solicits, obtains and publishes such information. That's all we have time for today. Tune in again next week for a special International Women's Day program which we will be presenting it from 9 to 9.30 a.m. Thanks to 3CR for giving us extra 15 minutes to be with you. Stay tuned. Next coming up is one of our favourite shows, Concrete Gang. Thank you for listening to Alternative News, brought to you from the community radio station 3CR. Our telephone number at Trades Hall is 0414-352-542. And our email address is peacecentre at cicd.org.au. I'm Romina Betson. Looking forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.